This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud in depth. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth. Cancel culture can't keep me in check. In front beginning, gotta tell us what's next. True believers, they can come and connect. Call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect. God bless you, family. Praise the Lord. My name is Brother Greg. This is Solid Talk, speaking out loud in depth. And I want to have this very important discussion this evening. I was really anticipating this topic. I was anticipating discussing this topic with Sister Nicole because we were both sharing some experiences that we had went through. And this topic came up and it's just this topic of when you're trying to run a business, when you're trying to start a podcast, when you're trying to bake cakes, when you're trying to film weddings, when you're trying to uh, provide services for people. Sometimes the services that people want are going to go against your convictions as a believer. And we were just talking about this, talking about some of the challenges that we fa- that we can potentially face on a daily basis as believers. And, and we were both going through these examples. And the reason why I want to have this conversation this evening, family, is because the Lord is calling many of us into a space of entrepreneurship. He's calling many of us into a space of uh, independence on the world or the government or our employer and dependence on him, meaning that he's moving us into spaces where we're going to begin to work for ourselves. And, you know, for some of us, it might be full time. Some of us, it might be part time. Some maybe not at all. But I do believe that we are moving into a space because I see it happening. I see believers starting T-shirt companies. I see believers starting blogs, starting YouTube channels. I see believers starting uh, facial care lines, hair care products, all sorts of things. Whatever your, your, your skills and your gifts and talents are, I'm seeing that there's an influx. First of all, let me say this. There's an influx of this happening just in the world, period. You know, we're in this entrepreneurial age where everybody has access to everybody else thanks to social media. So the social media has basically become the marketplace, right? You know, everywhere you turn, somebody's trying to market something, somebody's trying to sell you something, somebody's trying to do all these different things. Somebody's trying to trying to make music, somebody's trying to make films, somebody's trying to, uh, you know, sell you insurance, whatever the case may be. Excuse me, there's all sorts of, <laughs> bear with me, y'all, it's been a long weekend. Whatever the case may be, there has been a an influx of people, period, that have just started their own businesses, stepped out there, decided that they don't want to work for the man, they don't want to, they want to be able to name their own hours, they don't want to have anybody berating them, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it, I say more power to you. In that, though, as believers, we have to do things in decency and in, and in order, for one. We also need to do things according to the will of God. And there's going to be instances where things are going to challenge our convictions, depending on where you work in. Now, if you're somebody who just does food, all you got to do is just cook food. Ain't no crazy uh, themes with the food or designs on the food. You pretty much squared away. Look, I don't care who you are. You can walk in here with three legs and four arms if you want a plate. <laughs> You can get a plate, you know what I'm saying? More power to you. But there's some of us who the Lord is going to move into more customer service based, more more specific 
artistic spaces, more spaces that require um, themes. And what I mean by that, for example, I'll give you a real life example of, of just one of the reasons why this topic came to mind. So on my Instagram, Greg Major Music, I uploaded a story and I was advertising the song called Another Lane, Another Level, featuring uh, Humble Life. So a schoolmate of mine, somebody I, I went to elementary school with, we were in different grades. I was in a grade ahead of her and she was in a grade below me, but we all sandbox, you know what I mean? All grew up in the same neighborhood, all sandbox. And she happens to be in an alternative lifestyle and, you know, whatever, right? But uh, she DM'd me and said, this this song is dope, you know, and I, you know, I appreciated that. And she said, uh, I might have to use it for my marijuana distribution company called Lanes and Levels, right? So she has a company... It's, it's called, uh, it's either Levels and Lanes or Lanes and Levels. She, I think she moved out there to the West Coast. She live in L.A. or something now. And she's just like, you know, the way she said it was kind of like, can I use this song? Or, you know, maybe she legitimately meant I might have to use this song. But she just kind of threw it out there, right? Now, me being a believer, and I don't endorse drug use because that's one of my convictions as a believer, I'm like, okay, how should I respond to this? Because I don't want to be rude. She took the time to DM me, to compliment me, to show me some love. You know what I mean? I, I do believe it was sincere. I do believe she probably saw it and she probably thought, hmm, this might fit the theme of my song. I don't know if she listened to the words. <laughs> I don't know if if her, I don't know where her, faith lies in terms of if she considers herself a Christian or if she doesn't, if she doesn't care, if she just thinks the hook is dope, whatever the case may be, right? It, it just became this thing where it's like, all right, I already knew my answer. Do I want to use it for a, a, a marijuana distribution service? No. Okay. It could potentially give me some more notoriety. I don't care about that because I'm not, I'm not going to pervert the gifts that the Lord has given me. I'm not going to exploit the gifts that the Lord has given me, right? So to me, it was a no-brainer. I don't want you using it for that. But what really became the challenge was how I want to communicate this to her without seeming like I'm being a self-righteous religious person. Because it wasn't a situation where I was trying to be, you know, like say, oh, I'm better than you or or, you know, no, you can't use my song. It's just like, well, this song isn't really designed to promote that. If it was something more neutral, if she was just like, oh, I started a clothing line. And then I looked at the clothing and it wasn't nothing crazy on it. It wasn't no skulls or it wasn't no booty shorts or nothing like that. It's just maybe some t-shirts, say levels and lanes. Then maybe I would have been like, okay, you know, maybe you can use it. We could talk about it. But when she's just like levels and lanes and now it's got and, and well, specifically when she's like, it's a marijuana distribution company. Now, in my mind, I'm like, OK, how do I want to how do I want to receive this compliment, show her some love back, but also not show her so much love that she feels like I'm endorsing her and this 
marijuana distribution company. You know, to my knowledge, this isn't medical or anything like that. Not that that would, you know, make it right or wrong. That's that's a whole nother topic for another day. But it just seemed to be recreational. And so I had to think about that. You know what I mean? And and I just I just said, thanks, such and such. No exclamation point. <laughs> and I'm not sure if she was able to, to, to read that or not. So I was like, man, I, I hate I hate not reciprocating love to people. So I was like, let me scroll down her post and on her page and find something I can like <laughs> just to show her some love. You know what I mean? So I just like one of her pictures and it wasn't nothing like that. Like I said, she's in an alternative lifestyle, so she ain't checking for me and I'm not checking for her. But the point is that some of us are going to run into situations where folks are going to challenge us. So we have to ask the question. And this is the question that I'm asking everyone tonight. Where do we draw the line as a Christian business owner? Because many of us know that there was a Supreme Court case. It didn't start off in the Supreme Court, but it was a case that graduated all the way to the Supreme Court where there was a couple that baked cakes. And this couple had a another couple that was in an alternative lifestyle that walked in and they were getting quote unquote married and they wanted to have some figurines on top of their cake that were of the same sex. And so these particular cake, these particular bakers who own this shop, they basically uh, was just like, no, we don't want to endorse that because this is not what we believe in. And we feel like if we are to bake this cake for you, then we're going to be signing off on your marriage and it goes against our beliefs. It goes against our religion and it goes against our God. And to me, that's simple enough, right? But this particular court case went all the way to the Supreme court. And I almost want to say that the, 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 the Baker's lost. Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, Cause this was years ago, but something recent happened like this, almost the same type of thing where somebody else came in and they wanted to have something done. So what we, what we're seeing is a pattern. We're seeing a pattern where it's like, okay, depending on what line of work you're in, usually when it's something creative and people want to utilize your services, for example, I'm moving into the space of editing videos, uh, filmmaking, so most of my music videos, pretty much all my music videos that come out now, I, I edit them myself by the grace of God. So I've done uh, product commercials for folks. Uh, I also offer podcast services. So I'm thinking about it like, okay, I do at some point want to move into this space of being able to provide services for people. Okay, music videos short films, maybe even movies, right? By the grace of God, I want to move into this space. If somebody wants to do a podcast, then okay, I might be able to provide that for you. I can give you an hourly rate. But the thing about it is, what if your podcast is going to be talking about something that I'm totally against? You know, if your podcast is just talking about everyday life, 
okay? And maybe maybe you just ain't saved, but you just got a, a viewpoint or something. Fair enough, right? But if your podcast is like how to be successful at OnlyFans, <laughs> it, it becomes this thing where although, I, yeah, sure, I don't want to discriminate against everybody, but the gospel by default is discriminatory. And I know that's not a nice word to say. So let's say this. Narrow is the way that leads to salvation. Okay, broad is the way that leads to destruction. But narrow is the way that leads to righteousness. And so there's a narrow way. And I'm not saying that people can't utilize your services for something neutral. You know, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that everybody, whether you're a believer or not, we all should have some sort of standards. So I'm asking this question tonight. I want you guys to weigh in. Where do we draw the line when it comes to business and our standards? You know, where do we draw a line? You know, we're talking about these cakes, uh, this example that I mentioned that went to the Supreme Court. Says Christian Baker, who won. Okay, so the Christians did win. So glory to God for that. Says the Christian Baker, who won Supreme Court case in new cake making legal battle. So. It's a couple of things we got to understand. Those people who are not yet born again, let's pray for them. We're not going to judge them because we haven't come here to judge the world. But they're fallen and and they actually feel persecuted because what's happening is their lifestyle goes against the word of God. And that's embedded on the conscience of folks. And there's a huge effort, there's a huge agenda going on to remove that conviction from the conscience of our society. It's been going on for quite some time now. They pretty much got a lot of the adults, now they're making their way to the children. But what's happening now is they're going to intentionally begin to challenge these places or anyone that goes up against that, 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 that this new progressive way of thinking. I always say it this way. Everybody talks about being progressive and progression, but where are we progressing to? And more importantly, where are we progressing from? Because if you really get into the, 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 the depths of what these agendas and these movements are going when they say progressive, really is progressing away from the word of God. So there's a very intentional effort to remove all of these traditional values, and when we say traditional values, we mean the principles that a lot of the, the morality of this country was founded on, which is the Bible. I know that the country has not, has not been successful <laughs> in abiding by the word of God, but we have conceptually adopted, and, 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 and I think a, a decent amount of folks have attempted to live by the word of God. Or we can at least say that we've received it as a standard, whether we do it or not. Like we had an understanding of what's right and what's wrong. And most of it was based off of the Bible, at least at one point in time. Now, folks are trying to move away from that. And when they see somebody that's still stuck in this dinosaur, ancient, old school, traditional, hateful, quote unquote, mindset. They're going to intentionally try to break down these barriers. And it could be that your your business could be one. 
So let's say that you're somebody who, you know, we're talking about this cake, but I think everybody has their own personal convictions. Let's say that you, you bake children's cakes and somebody wants to get a Harry Potter cake made. You got to ask yourself the question, and I'm not trying to put this on anybody. I'm, this is just purely an example. You got to ask yourself the question, okay, I believe that Harry Potter is uh, something that promotes witchcraft and sorcery to children. It's probably one of the reasons why this new age witchcraft is so popular today because of that, or, th or at least things like it, media like it. So it could be one person's conviction where they're just like, I don't want anything that have to do with Harry Potter. Or it could be another person's conviction where they say it's fiction and it's, it's not real and it's really no big deal to me and it's just kids, it's just fantasy. But if you are a person who happens to believe that you don't want to do anything with Harry Potter, you don't want to have any dealings with it, then now you got to make the decision. If somebody comes to me and they want a Harry Potter cake, which is very likely because it's tremendously popular, am I going to make it or not? And if I don't make it, am I willing to, to look foolish in front of the world because I have this conviction that folks might not be able to understand? So there's levels to it. And so if you concede and you bake the Harry Potter cake, it's like, okay, well, now why can I bake the Harry Potter cake, but I can't bake this uh, LGBT wedding cake? Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what I'm trying to get into. And this is where I really want folks to weigh in. I wish I had my call set up tonight. What I'm trying to get into is like the title says, where to draw the line as a Christian business owner. You know, I, as I mentioned, I'm moving into music videos and there's a young man I'm cool with. That's my guy. He He's not in the faith right now. Uh, you know, he's in an, he, he currently believes another religion. But he's my friend and, you know, we hang out and well, we don't hang out like that, but we hang out and he knows that I do the, he knows I have a studio. He knows that I do edit music videos and things like that. And he actually raps, but he's kind of doing the, the norm, the typical street, street stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in the streets a little bit, a little bit younger than me, a little bit in the streets. But anyway, he kind of alluded to me doing a video for him. And then I just kind of said family friendly, family friendly. And so he understood because he, he knows my character. He respects me for that. And I respect him. You know, we have a mutual respect and he understood it ain't personal, but it's just it's just my convictions. Right. And so it's so many, it seems simple, right, and basic, but it's so much that can go into these type of things because then you got to look at now am I going to lose business? I think I saw a post by a brother. His name is Brother Anthony Jackson, a younger guy kind of around my age, maybe like a, a couple years younger by the grace of God, I think he started a church down there in Atlanta. And I think it's called All Things Gospel Atlanta. So you guys can check him out. I really respect Brother brother Anthony Jackson. I'm pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> I'm about to double check. But um, we're not like super cool or anything like that. But I just we just are Facebook friends. And 
I've seen a couple of his posts and some of his encouragements, and he's said a few things that have helped me along the way. So I really respect him. Let me see if I can uh, – Aaron, excuse me, Aaron Jackson, my bad. <laughs> I don't know what I called him at first. But, yeah, Andrew Jackson, All Things Gospel Atlanta. Younger guy, but the Lord is doing some mighty things through his church, and I'm excited to see what the Lord is doing for him. But anyway, I remember a couple years ago, he made a post about how he was driving for Uber to make some money on the side. He's driving for Uber, Uber, I can't say that tonight. And I don't know whether he had some Christian music on or he had no music on or what. But whatever the case was, he was asked by one of his customers to basically turn the radio station to some foolery <laughs> like whatever whatever the local typical rap station is with the crazy music and the cussing in it he was asked to turn to that station and brother Aaron just kind of said I think I called him Anthony brother Aaron just kind of said um you know re respectfully I, I don't really listen to that type of music you know what I mean so that and they gave him a bad rating on Uber so here he is trying to make a living, trying to make some extra income for him and his his wife and his kids. And now, right, he's getting a bad rating, not because he's a bad driver, not because he didn't get them from point A to point B, but because somebody didn't like the fact that he didn't like worldly music. And, and not even so much worldly, but like crazy worldly music. So there's a lot to think about. I don't think we have to worry about it. Because the Lord doesn't want us to worry. But I did just want to throw the question out there tonight. How does this even play into our lives? I know Sister Nicole, she's not able to be on tonight. But when we were preparing for this, she was just kind of talking to me about how she she has a podcast. Her podcast is called Truth Talks TV. And she has a co-host. And her and her co-host have been doing well. They have a nice rhythm, nice rapport, but they kind of had some run-ins in terms of the topics that they wanted to cover and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. And they were thinking about bringing somebody in to do, to have a show like under their Truth Talks TV brand, right? A guy, and he he's a, pre, a PK, a preacher's kid, but he's kind of like a wild child. You know what I mean? Sometimes those preachers kids, even though it's not always the case, but sometimes, oftentimes, the preachers kids can be the wildest ones because they grew up in the church their whole lives. So they've been waiting to break free, quote unquote. And on top of that, because we're all flawed human beings and their parents or whoever is the pastor, they see the quote unquote hypocrisy. You know what I mean? Like, a lot, a lot of times they see what goes on behind the scenes. So they tend to have a different perspective sometimes, and that's understandable, right? So they just didn't know if some of his topics would be too risque for the brand. And so I'm talking, what I'm talking about tonight is branding because when we are believers and we have a brand, yes, we have our brand, but we know as a Christian or as a follower of Christ, however you want to call yourself a believer, our faith always comes first in our lives. I'm not a, a black Christian. 
I'm a Christian who happens to be black. <laughs> you know, I'm not a I'm not a uh, I'm not a, a a Republican Christian or a Democratic Christian. I'm a Christian who might lean a certain way politically if I even get involved in politics. I'm not the point I'm trying to make it. I'm not I'm not a I'm not a female Christian. I'm a Christian who happens to be female. I'm a Christian who happens to be male. If we're really walking this thing out and we recognize how our identity is ingrained from the father. Then once we really grasp that, you realize all that other stuff starts to fade away. Like Pastor Gary Price says, it, it becomes strangely dim, strangely dim. And so the, the most important thing becomes Jesus Christ. It's like the Bible talks about how this man found this great pearl. He found this pearl of great wealth. He was a merchant man. He would go on these crusades and scavenge around for just all of this wonderful jewelry. But then finally he found this one pearl that was so great that he literally just got rid of all the other ones. And he just said, this is the only one that I need. That's how it is when we find Christ. It's kind of like, okay, he, my life now revolves around him. Okay, and the biggest competitor for that is self. The biggest competitor for that is self, right? And so, so I say that to say, as a believer, I don't care what type of business you run. Your brand comes with Christ as a package deal. I'm not saying if you sell insurance, you got to be like, hey, I sell insurance and I'm a Christian. I'm not saying that. That's something that really, you know, like that's that's not really going to to bump against your faith. But if you're doing something where but it can bump against your ethics. Right. And how you choose to go about it. So. So, you know, where your coworker might be doing a bunch of trickery and, you know, uh, scavenging for people's information when they didn't send it or, you know, calling leads that I don't know what, what folks do on these jobs, but every job has some sort of hacks. In contradict in that way. But what I'm talking about is things that will contradict against your identity as a follower of Christ. We have to be able to prepare for this because we got to know how we're going to respond. If somebody walk into your cupcake place and they want to have, a you know, cupcakes would forgive this example. But OK, <laughs> they would <laughs> they want to have the, it's, it's the bridal shower. And you bake cupcakes, but they want to bake cupcakes with some inappropriate parts on it. You as a believer, you're like, okay, well, I do bake cupcakes, but I don't know if I want to bake those type of cupcakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like, well, what if they're all married? If they're all married and they just want to, I mean, it's it's a lot. It goes to your personal conviction, but I want to take a moment to just go into the chat and see what you guys are saying about this because I've been talking for a little bit and I'm just curious. So I just once again, greet everybody. God bless each and every one of you. Let's see if we can find some comments. Moni E says, yeah, drawing a line between being nice, but still maintaining standards. Absolutely. And we talked on here a couple of weeks ago about the word nice and the origin of nice. The word nice in its etymology means somebody that's basically dumb or foolish and you can just run over them. So it makes you almost think about 
Okay, it's someone foolish, ignorant, frivolous, or senseless. It's an old French word, careless, clumsy, weak, poor. So it really makes you think about what are we really saying when you say, oh, I'm nice. I'm a nice guy. Oh, she's so nice. I know we know what it means today. I'm not saying you just can't use the word, but I'm just saying when we think about it purely in some instances, what are we really saying? Right. So, yeah, there's that line between being nice, but also maintaining your standards. Glory to God in the highest. B says, sometimes it's hard to draw a line. A line. Yeah. Moni says, yeah, I remember that story. And the bakers were reported to the news station for not baking the cake. Yeah, they would definitely report you <laughs> with the quickness. Because the media has made it so that the loudest voices are the extreme voices. So I don't, I don't know how many people have lost their minds and how many haven't. But if you look on the media and you look on Twitter and you look at some of the statistics that are coming out from these newer generations, Gen Z and things like that, it seems to be that there is a shift going on in terms of mindset. And, and that's why the, the, the kingdom of darkness is trying to get the youth because they know at some point all these boomers and, and the people with boomer brainwashing like me are going to die out eventually. So at that point, they want to have more that believe in the things that the kingdom of darkness believes in than those that believe in godly principles. Ashkenazi says, no, the case of the Christian baker in Colorado won his case. Thank you for that, sister. Linu Bambam says, okay, but what do we do when someone from the LGBT political or even religious community wants us to serve their lifestyle? I'm a graphic designer and know this will happen. Yeah, Looney, I wish I I wish I had my 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 call in set up because I would love to have talked to you about this. Looney goes on to say, can we direct them to someone who is evenly yoked as they are? Well, I think you can. I think you can. You can certainly say such and such down the street is a great baker, is a great graphic designer. He does flyers. I know you want your club flyer and you want a video vixen on there doing the spread eagle and dropping it like it's hot. And I know, I know you want a bunch of crazy stuff. I know you want your flyer with a bunch of weed and blunt symbols and y'all getting high and everybody on it. I want you to draw me some red eyes, but I don't do that, but I can recommend you to someone. You certainly can do that. I think that that's a fair compromise. Like in a way you almost don't want to endorse it at all, but I think the least that you could do, to be professional is to recommend them to someone. The challenge though, is that when you recommend them to someone, if these people feel offended, it's not even going to be about them getting the service. It's going to be more about them feeling like you slighted them because in a lot of people's minds, it's, 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 it's the principle of the matter. It's the fact that they feel as though they're in some sort of social or civil rights battle. It is a social battle, but they feel like this is infringing upon their rights because what's happening is the devil. Remember he told the first lie that he told Adam and Eve, he said, ye shall not surely die. If you sin, that was the first lie, the very first false doctrine that was told to mankind 
ye shall not surely die. You can sin and there's nothing wrong if you sin and nothing's going to happen to you if you sin. So that same lie, the devil is, is still perpetrating that lie even to this very day. But he's doing it in other spaces. And, and what's happening is the people whose minds have not been renewed, they've not been born again, their conscience, as the Bible says, has been seared with a hot iron. And iron is what? If you iron a shirt, you iron that shirt, you make that shirt flat. There's no, no indentation, no wrinkles in that shirt. You make that shirt completely flat. Meaning what? That now you can wrinkle that shirt up to how you want to wrinkle it. You can put an indentation in that shirt to how you want to put an indentation in it. And that will be what's on that person's shirt, a.k.a. that person's mind. So you smooth that mind out with this hot iron. You put all of this crazy stuff on that mind, just, just blanket. And then what happens is the devil puts in his laws on the minds of men. Now, one of the scriptures says that God wrote his laws on the hearts and minds of men. The devil's trying to erase that and then put his laws which ironically is lawlessness. See, the, the devil's law, if you want to call it that, is actually lawlessness. That's why when the Antichrist comes on the scene, he's going to be referred to as the lawless one. Meaning that he doesn't he doesn't do anything that supports godliness. Everything he does is against the word of God. He's godless. He's lawless. The only rule that there's going to be is the rule of tolerance. But the irony in that is everybody's going to be tolerated except the godly people. <laughs> so 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 the it's like the rule is no rules. You know, it's the it's the religion of tolerance. That's going to be the antichrist religion, a religion where everybody can do what they want, say what they want, be who you want, think how you want to think, feel how you want to feel, and we're all just going to Everybody's going to bend over backwards and acquiesce to everyone else because there's no rules, party time. We don't have, quote unquote, big bad God uh, lording over us and we can do whatever we want. Peace of party. We're going to eat ice cream all night and eat candy all night and stay up and watch bad movies. And we don't have to worry about any type of authority. That's ultimately where... The, the spirit of the Antichrist, which is already in operation, Paul said, it's already in operation. That's where it's going to be coming from. This idea that everybody just operates from your base nature, whatever my flesh wants, whatever I want to eat right now, whatever I want to smell right now, whatever I want to feel right now. I'm just operating from my base instincts and I'm totally governed by that. The flesh with no resistance from my higher reasoning, which is the Holy Spirit. Okay, my higher reasoning, which is basically my conscience. Even if you don't have the Holy Spirit, there's like a, I'm not trying to get new age, but we have a morality and a higher being, which is a filter that's to where we know right from wrong. And most of us have had this, are old enough to have known this, even if we weren't saved. Even when you was doing something wrong, you kind of knew I'm doing something wrong. The devil is trying to make it so that nothing is wrong except calling something wrong, <laughs> a.k.a. 
everything is permissible except Christianity. And that's why he's referred to as the Antichrist. So these are good questions. To your point, Looney, I understand that, well, Looney or Looney, I understand that as a graphic designer, folks are going to be having all sorts of stuff. So some of our businesses are going to require faith. Lord, I turned down like, look, it's a club event. Every, every night, I was about to say every weekend. I heard one of them songs Drake made a couple years ago. He said he turned up on a Tuesday. <laughs> that was after I got saved, so I ain't, I ain't get to party to that one. But he said, I got the club turning up on a Tuesday. I said, man, Lord, they partying on Tuesdays now. <laughs> so every day of the week, almost, somebody's going to need a flyer. So you're looking at it like, okay, I could sell out, and I could make these flyers for these people. And I could be making, and you know, I'm the guy they go to every week. I could be making, he partying uh, five out of seven days a week. That's five orders I could be fulfilling. But am I going to forsake those five orders to be faithful to my convictions? Should you? Yes, you should. You know, we shouldn't compromise. We definitely should not compromise. But yeah, uh, can we direct them to someone who is evenly yoked? I think so. You know, hey, the guy down the street does it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and let that be their business. Let that be their business. But I do want to say this. Because the Bible talks about the idea of making friends with unrighteous mammon. What does that even mean? Well, let's find it. Making friends with unrighteous mammon. We're in Luke chapter 9. Okay, Luke chapter 9. And we're going to glance at it really quickly. I'm going to see if I can get it up on the screen for you. We're going to pick up a little bit earlier than that. So it's Luke chapter 16. Let's start at chapter 1. Let's start at chapter 1. Now, this is interesting because it even goes into ministry. It even goes into ministry. I was, I was, uh, I'm very particular about who I like to let touch things involving the Lord. But I was talking to a saint who's more mature than me recently, and this person does evangelism in different cities and she said something interesting to me she was just like if somebody wants to come out and serve with us we'll let them serve because you need as many people as you can get it'll be rewarding for them and she didn't seem to have an issue and 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 when I heard that I had peace about that you know because it's like okay we obviously got to have discernment but at the same time, you know what I mean? We got to we got to know when it's appropriate. And sometimes it could be good for somebody who's not a believer to be exposed around believers or to be able to see how believers operate. You know what I mean? To be able to witness that firsthand. That could stand I could see some benefit in that. So I want to go to 
Luke chapter 16, and I want to read this really quickly. Luke chapter 16, beginning at verse 1. This is Jesus speaking. And he said also unto his disciples, There was a certain rich man which had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. And he called him and said unto him, How is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest be no longer steward. Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? For my Lord takes away from me the stewardship. I cannot dig to beg. I am ashamed. I am resolved to do that when I am put out of the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. So let me give you an idea what this is, is really saying. What it's saying is there's a guy who has somebody working for him. And this guy was was in charge of some things and it wasn't really going the way he wanted and he needed to recoup some money. So verse five says, so he called every one of his Lord's debtors unto him and said unto the first, how much owest thou unto my Lord? And he said, an hundred measures of oil. And he said unto him, take thy bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Then said he to another, and how much owest thou? And he said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, take thy bill and write four score, which is 80. Okay. And verse eight says, and the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely for the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. Okay. What this is saying is we got to know how the world functions to be able to thrive in the world. And this is this is where, where we have to find a balance in the question that we're asking tonight. Because what what the Lord is saying here when he says uh the children of this world, he's talking about worldly people in their generation are wiser. He's saying that they're better in business, they're better with money, they know how to make deals. So what was going on was that this guy needed all these debts paid and he was kind of making these deal. Okay, he owe you 100. All right, man, let's give me 50 and we'll call it square. He owe you 100. Give me 80. I'll give you 80 and we'll call it even. And he was able to move and shake. And so then Jesus says in verse 9, and we're going to read this in common English in a second. He says, and I say unto you, make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness. Mammon is money. And we know what unrighteousness is. So Jesus speaking says, make to yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness that when ye fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. What he's saying is, even though you're saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, you can still network with people so that if you get yourself in a bind, Sometimes these people might just look out for you. God can use anybody to do anything at any given time. There's folks that have gotten me jobs that are <laughs> like not even in the faith. Okay. I wasn't in the faith when they got me the job, but I realized in hindsight, the Lord put me in a position. I, you could almost say he used them to get me the job. Right. And so, so, so he says in verse 11, Actually, let's read 10. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. If therefore you have 
not been faithful in the the unrighteous mammon who will commit to your trust in the true riches let's read this in common english because i want us to really understand this and by us i mean me i am us <laughs> but i say this before it's just been a while since i looked at it so so he's saying okay it says faithfulness with money we're going to kind of skim through this as we read most of it. We're going to read it really quickly. Let's pick up at verse three. The household manager said to himself, what will I do now that my master's firing me as his manager? I'm not strong enough to dig and too proud to beg. I know what I'll do so that when I'm removed from my management position, people will welcome me into their houses. One by one, the manager sent forth for each person who owed his master money. He said to the first, how much do you owe my master? He said, 900 gallons of olive oil. The manager said to him, take your contract, sit down quickly and write 450 gallons. Then the manager said to another, how much do you owe? He said, 100,000 bushels of wheat. He said, take your contract and write 800. The master commended the dishonest manager because he acted cleverly. People who belong, then this is what Jesus was saying. People who belong to this world are more clever in dealing with their peers than are people who belong to the light. Look at this now. Look, this is why I say it's a balance, okay? I tell you, I'm in verse 9. I tell you, use worldly wealth to make friends for yourselves so that when it's gone, you will be welcomed into the eternal homes. Okay, that's interesting. He said the eternal homes. Interesting. Let me read that again for myself. I tell you, use... My bad, this, this thing pops up. I love this site, but this is so annoying. <laughs> I tell you, use worldly wealth to make friends for yourselves so that when it's gone, you will be welcomed into the eternal homes. Whosoever is faithful with little is also faithful with much. And the one who is dishonest with little is also dishonest with much. So look at that now. He didn't say that you ought to be dishonest. He just said that you are to be faithful. So we want to exercise wisdom, but we also want to be honest. So look at verse 11. If you have been faithful with worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? If you haven't been faithful with someone else's property, who will give you your own? Wow. No household servant can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other. Or you will be loyal to the one and have contempt for the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. So there's a way that we are to serve God, but still function in wisdom. Were y'all able to see that? Yeah, y'all were able to see it. There's a way that we're able to serve God and also function in wisdom. Once again, for anybody joining in late, we're talking about this. Because the Lord is going to move a lot of folks into business ownership. Some of us have already moved into that space. Moni says, yeah, I think if it contradicts the word, then that's where we draw the line. I'd agree with that. 
Ashkenazi says, know that these people seek out Christian businesses in order to destroy them via a lawsuit. There is nothing accidental about the LGBTQ community going to a Christian business for services. I agree. I agree with you, sister. And that's why I was kind of saying that they feel like they have a moral obligation. I know that sounds so weird. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make it an us versus them thing, but they've made it an us versus them thing. And they feel like they have a moral obligation to go and fight these battles. These might as well for them be the equivalent of sit-ins during the civil rights movement or, you know, uh, like these nonviolent protests. They want to ruffle some feathers because in their minds, there's a greater good that they're trying to achieve for the generations behind them. Which ironically, if, if everybody was in that lifestyle, we wouldn't have any more generations, but I'm going to stay on topic tonight. But I agree with you that a lot of folks, not all, but a lot of folks do intentionally go out to, to ruffle some feathers and to try to tear down Christian businesses. Glory to the Lamb of God. Stephanie says, we draw the line wherever God isn't glorified. Wow. Miss Gary says, I heard about many Christian businesses and when they ha and when they chose not to serve the ways of the world, they get thrown under the bus and sued for discrimination. That does happen. There was one more recent than this cake one. I, I couldn't find the article in time, but if I can find it and remember, I might try to put it in the comment section. Ashkenazi says, remember the signs, no shirt, no shoes, no service. That's an example of a business setting a boundary regarding who they will serve, and it's legal. So I agree that a business owner should be able to serve whoever he chooses to serve or not because it's legal. I mean, excuse me, because he owns it. Now, this is tricky because we we had this whole movement, like I mentioned, the civil rights movement, where the whole idea was Every business cannot discriminate. So even on the job, you can't discriminate. You know, I work for the federal government. We have to take these trainings, no fear trainings and stuff like this. You can't discriminate on people based on X, Y, and Z, gender. Uh, and when I say gender, I mean like male and female. But now I think they've expanded it to whatever they consider gender, race, age, um, things like that. So... It's like there is a space for uh, trying to alleviate bigotry. But there's also a space for if somebody owns it and they don't want to serve to somebody <laughs> like they own it. Right. They own it. Personally, I don't want to eat at a place if they don't want me there. I, I would be OK if if, you know, look, I don't need. I'm not a racial person like that, but I don't need everything that every other race have. Like, if you don't want me there, I go and eat at, I go and eat at, at Pookie and them and support them, you know, rather than you pretend like you want my business. And then I go there and give you my money and you side eye me and, and who knows what else. But, you know, to each his own, I know with, with that movement, civil rights and all that, it was, it's just a fact of being treated equally, the dignity of being treated like a equal human being is what they were, seeking after so i get it i'm not getting on them for that but 
I could see it both ways. Let's put it that way. But yeah, the good the example that you gave Ashkenazi, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Listen, that makes sense. There's restaurants that have dress codes. And I, I I've I've seen some recent incidents where people have infringed upon the dress code and the restaurant got the flack for it. As a matter of fact, I don't know how many of y'all remember this, but this was maybe like two years ago. One or one, two or three years. It was recent. And this was a, a, a black restaurant owner, and there was a group of young ladies. They were having a good time. <laughs> and I guess whatever music came on, it must have been their song. And some women, not all women, but some women, if you play their song, they're going to automatically start twerking. And these women would started twerking. I think one of them might even got up on the table. I'm not sure. I got to go back and look at it. But the manager basically cussed him out in front of the restaurant and told him to leave. Okay. Now, there was a lot of mixed reactions about this. Some people were like, it's his restaurant. If he wants them to leave, they can leave. Some people were like, they were treated unfairly and he, he just being extra. My belief with that is... You know how some people are, and if you play their song and your song talking about twerking and they get up and start twerking and dancing everywhere, you can't be surprised. So when you operate in unrighteousness, you open up the door for all sorts of unrighteous things. And, and him cussing it out, cussing them out to me invalidated his gripe because it's like now you're showing just as much lack of class as they're showing. You know what I mean? But the point I'm trying to make is even in the world, people have dress codes and standards and things like that. Because we're believers, ours is more narrow. So what I want you to do, anybody who got any other questions about this, type in your questions. Because I want to kind of pose those questions that we can maybe bounce off of one another. Because one of the things I want to do with Solid Talk is I want to do more in the way of letting this platform help us holistically and we don't talk much about business on on this channel we haven't talked much i don't know if we ever talked about business this might be our first discussion about business which is why i really wanted to have a discussion <laughs> and not a monologue but you know uh, it didn't work out that way but you know i want i want to talk more about other avenues of life from a believer standpoint because these are things that we need to understand Looney, Looney says, Looney Bomb Bomb says, some people feel entitled to everyone's boundaries. We never heard about alternative lifestyle asking the Muslims for services ever. Very interesting. They always seem to pick on the Christians. Stephanie says, if God tells us to do something, start a business, he will sustain that business. Our standards, God's standards should not be moved, reduced, or compromised for money and or the world's idea of success. You know, I've been thinking about this. I'm just going to tell y'all, like, recently, maybe like a month ago or so, I kind of had I kind of had a couple dreams where it was like people in the rap industry were 
either offering me something or trying to work with me. I can't remember which artists, but these were definitely like mainstream artists. And they were trying to work with me. And I've been thinking about just the idea of, say, if I, if I, when I start moving into film, what, what if somebody like Tyler Perry was to say he wants to work with me? I don't know why he would say that, <laughs> but let's just say he said that. Where is the line of networking and making friends with the unrighteous mammon versus yoking myself with someone who I don't agree with morally? Because, and I'm not trying to pick on Tyler Perry, he's just an example, but, you know, he identifies as a believer. He went to T.D. Jakes Church and laid hands on T.D. Jakes, so that must mean he's anointed, right? <laughs> but he considers himself a believer, but at the same time, he wears dresses up as a woman and wears dresses, and he acts very feminine, and he cusses in a lot of movies, Fair enough. We all know who Tyler Perry is. I don't need to go into more detail. But, I mean, what if that happened? What would I do? Would I be like, okay, he says he's a Christian. Maybe that's a blessing from God. You know, maybe maybe he just want to use, let me use his studios and he doesn't even have any type of creative input. Because we deal with unrighteous people every day. You know, you go to the Chinese place and buy some Chinese food. There's a good chance that they're not Christians. They could be, but there's a good chance that they're not. You go and you buy your clothing item from, you know, Gucci. We don't know what Gucci believes or what Gucci stands for. <laughs> we don't know. So we deal with folks every day, you know what I mean? But I think it all kind of comes down to the conscious. You know, but what if, what if, let's say, for example, I don't know why, but let's say Kanye just said he wanted to make a song with me. Okay. He calls himself a Christian, but at the same time, he does a lot of suspect stuff. And he's done a lot of suspect stuff that I have, I have not, I, maybe he's done it, but I have not seen him publicly repent for. For example, referring to himself as Jesus or posing as Jesus with thorns in his, in his head on the cover of the magazine. And then one of those uh, videos, which would be considered blasphemous, right? To me, if I became born again and I was in a limelight like that, I would apologize for that. Once again, I don't know if he has or hasn't, I haven't heard him or seen him do it. I'm not that locked in. Maybe I missed it. But things like that. I'm not expecting him to be flawless. If he is a born-again believer, he's probably a baby Christian. But the point I'm trying to make is, would I want to yoke myself with someone? Would that be considered compromising? Or would that be considered being as wise as a servant and as harmless as a dove? These are just things that we kind of think about or I think about every now and then. Ms. Gary says, what really gets me is when you work for a company and they tell you you can't talk about religion or politics, but at the same time, they play their devil worship music or booty shaking music, etc. <laughs> That's wild, right? She goes on to say, yes, or they post pictures of killer clowns, murder, and all manner of evil, and you're supposed to just ignore it. Wow. 
Ashkenazi says, now that a legal precedent has been established for Christian businesses serving the LGBT community, you will no longer see lawsuits against Christian businesses. Well, I hope that's the case. Let me put it in here. But even if it doesn't get to the point of a lawsuit, it's just the idea of, oh, look like my camera did a little something. Hold on. I know y'all can still hear me. Hang tight. Am I still on? Yeah, I'm still on. Okay. I think my camera flickered out for a second. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Must be a mess. Me, this almost time for me to hop off of here. Moni says, wow, that's a lot to think about. I've never considered this stuff. These things weren't a problem back in the day because everyone was appropriate. Yeah. Even if they weren't, like, we, we had an understanding of the rules. You know what I mean? Everybody didn't abide by it. Everybody wanted to wasn't save, sanctify, Holy Ghost feel back in the day. It wasn't like that. But, but we had an agreement. And what's happening is the Bible says two can't walk together lest they be agreed. So now there's all this disagreement, which is why we have so much controversy. Brother Ray says boundaries. Absolutely. That's the, that's the key word, boundaries. T. Sally says, what can we use in place of nice? That is something. Well, the Bible says harmless. Wise as serpents, harmless as doves. The Bible says we can be meek. That's a fruit of the spirit, humble, lowly. I mean, those words to the to the to the flesh really aren't much better, right? I'm not saying we can't say nice, but I'm just saying that when you get to the the root of that word, it's something to think about. Moni says it will be a time where everyone will be out of their right mind. Yeah, the Bible does talk about there will be a time where never the where's where never the earth was. Jesus said that the last days would be as of the days of Lot and Noah. And the days of Noah, Bible, God said that the thought of man was evil continually, meaning that man was just consistently always thinking of evil. <laughs> That's wild, right? Uh, I don't know why I laugh at stuff like that. I, need, I might need a little bit of therapy. What y'all think? So B says, be ready for crafty and trickery these days. Yeah. Oh, she got to it before me, like in the times of Noah. Wow. Trying to blur the lines. Man, it. you know what? I was about to skip down, but I'm not going to skip down. I'm going to read these really quickly because I really do want to hear what folks have to say. I think I'm near the end, though, of the comments. Ray says, makes sense because how can you reach the loss if you don't sometimes be where the loss is? That's true as well. You know, what if, what if, what if, going back to the Tyler Perry or the Kanye example, what if they, for some strange reason, decide to work with me and now they, they like blow this ministry up in a good way. When I say blow up, I mean, they make it popular and now folks are getting the real word. You know, just an example. Really a lot to think about. I'm going to go back and maybe do a study on how believers dealt with the world. How believers dealt with the world. You know, three Hebrew boys, they didn't compromise. Daniel didn't compromise. But they still worked in Babylon. 
They still networked in Babylon. They still had put high positions in Babylon. And that's where we are. We're in Babylon. The world is Babylon. It is Egypt, right? It's just a spirit, spiritual Egypt. Which means bondage. So B says, reminds me of the scripture, be wise. See, B is getting B is getting to all the scriptures before I'm getting to them. <laughs> Glory to God. The Holy Ghost must be working in this uh, discussion. Stephanie says, because they don't have the moral convictions we have. Yeah, it's true. Looney, Looney, so y'all dialoguing. Good to see that. Okay, Ms. Gary says, I asked that same question when it came to me publishing my books and meeting Oprah. I was told to take advantage of the opportunity because it could only come around once. Wow. See, now that's, that's, that's something to think about. Now, sister, I'm not sure if you're telling me that you had that opportunity. If so, I'd be curious to know, weigh in, let us know if you did take that opportunity or not, right? You know, and let us know your book as well, or if you were just saying hypothetical. But it's something to think about. You know, I, I shared a, uh, I think Sister Sharon from Motivating You to Win and also from uh, uh, Handmade Soaps for Hope charity, charity. She got the opportunity to be on the Kelly Clarkson show. And uh, I don't know much about Kelly Clarkson. You know what I mean? She, I don't know much about her. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I know she's a sing on American Idol. I know she has a show on a major network. But to me, I mean, I had peace about that. I looked at that as the Lord bringing her before great men. And I had to say Kelly Clarkson is so great, but just to say the Bible says, let me find, let me, let me get it right. But the Bible says that if we do well, he will bring us before great men. And that word great men really means people of high esteem. You know, Solomon, I just told about Solomon actually with Miss Gary's ministry, Sisters Fulfilling Their Destiny in, uh, in Christ's International Ministry. And I was talking about Solomon, all the kings of the world and the queen and Queen Sheba came to see Solomon. Okay, his gifting brought him before great men. But Solomon had to be a steward over that. And you can make the argument that he wasn't a good steward. But Proverbs 18 and 16 says, a man's gift maketh room for him and bringeth him before great men. Bringeth him before great men. So we all know that scripture, man's gift makes room for him. The Lord wants to take territory. He wants his kingdom. Jesus said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Okay. As it is in heaven. Uh, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the kingdom is supposed to be revealed on earth in some capacity which means that the lord is taking territory because light always overshadows the darkness the darkness cannot overtake light okay light shineth shineth in darkness and darkness comprehendeth it not meaning it cannot overtake light so if the lord chooses to shine your light somewhere on the Kelly Clarkson show, 
and I know what you mean about Oprah, um, Sister Maria. I know what you mean about Oprah because it's like, look, I mean, look, I ain't, I ain't trying to be mean. I don't rock with Oprah and some of her new age, new age teachings. You know what I mean? I don't rock with it. I think the question really comes in. If I go on the Oprah Winfrey show, am I am I able to go on it without compromise? There's been ministers, T.D. Jakes, Joe Osteen, to name a few. I think that guy, Carl Lentz, went on Oprah Winfrey show. They've been on other shows, too, the Larry King show, other talk shows. And they've been posed hard questions challenging questions countercultural questions and they in my in my opinion they didn't step up to the plate to 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 respond to those questions according to the word of god they started tap dancing i didn't know joe osteen could dance till he got on the larry king show and this lady called into the show and basically asked him is jesus the only way to get into heaven and Joe started tap dancing. He looked like Sammy Davis. Jr. I said, is this Joe Osteen or is this Sammy Davis Jr.? He's like, well, I don't know. I don't like to be God. And, you know, I don't like to be in that position to say who can do this and who can do that. I just like to stick to, you know, the word of God. And, and she said, well, the word says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Oh, well, you know, I know that's what it says, and I, but I know a lot of a lot of uh, Hindus and, you know, a lot of Muslims who just really love God. They just love God. So, look, I ain't trying to get in trouble tonight. I don't like the name drop too much, so I'm not going to belabor that point anymore. But I just bring that up because you brought up Oprah. I guess I brought up Tyler Perry and Kanye first. But anyway, y'all get what I'm trying to say. It's a lot that goes into this. I say if you can go in there without compromise, go for it. You know, a lot of those prophets had to go to the kings, stand before kings. Some of those kings were righteous, but most of them were not. You know, just get there and make sure make sure you take no thought for what you're going to say. Just let the Holy Ghost speak for you and let them adjust accordingly. You know, y'all folks love these memes and stuff on the Internet. I saw one that said, stop adjusting to people, let them adjust to you. That's one that maybe we can take on as believers. So man, um, God is just so good. Ashkenazi said we all know Oprah is Illuminati. Yeah, I mean, pretty much anybody that's high level in the world like that usually has to compromise to get to that point in some way. So I mean, you know what you're dealing with. Something like that, you just gotta be prayerful. Okay, is the Lord sending me in here as a Trojan horse to get his word out? Maybe I can be here. And not and be out of my comfort zone and not be in my safe space, but still proclaim the word of God versus I'm yoking myself with her or him going on their show or participating. B says Joseph is a good example. Yeah, Joseph never compromised. He is a good example. So listen, family, this is, uh, in my opinion, a very useful discussion. Hopefully we learn something tonight. I sure know I learned a lot hearing you guys feedback and things like that. I really want to get back to having our, our discussions. If I can get this computer working right, this Apple o, app, Mac OS, which is just weird. If I can get it functioning the way I want, maybe we can look into 
bringing the hangouts back because I feel like this would have been a really good hangout discussion to have. But listen, God is just so wonderful. I'm going to hop off of here. I pray that everyone enjoys the remainder of your weekend. Um, I don't have too many announcements. Just check the uh, community tab of this channel. But other than that, family, I thank you for hanging out with me a little bit. Prayerfully, we gain something for this. From this, that's all I have. You all take care and be blessed. This is Solid Talk. Speaking out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check it out. Speaking out loud in depth Cancel culture can't keep me in check In from beginning gotta tell us what's next True believers they can come and connect Call in or even come as a guest And show each other respect I keep it solid I'm dropping knowledge Wisdom understanding just like you done went to college Devil know we working His goal is to try to stop it Helmet of salvation and shield of faith that'll block it Controversial topics just to keep it honest Truth hit hard just like like it's a blunt object, culture living godless, I can't even call it, we in the last days, Babylon is falling, don't kill the messenger, I can't mess with ya, points got a plethora, this life will keep on testing ya, this walk can get the best of ya, I'm trying to tell you bruh, only around the shell we say we trying to get the rest Speaking of ya, speaking out loud in depth, cancel culture can't keep me in check, in from beginning gotta tell us what's next, true believers they can come and connect, call in or even come as a Yes, and show each other respect Spiritual wickedness in high places Trying to cause division with the people and the races Jesus gave commission, say go out to all the nations So we streaming live on television and the stations No, we taking off like asteroids up in the spaces The cross was Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, we trading places The lost must understand that we cannot be void of graces So we preach it to a generation that is faithless Understand his greatness, ancient of the ages Written on my heart, the red letters of the pages the blood of jesus covers all my sin and it erases i pleaded and believe it so it covers all my bases speaking out loud in depth cancel culture can't keep me in check in from beginning gotta tell us what's next true believers they can come and connect call in or even come as a guest and show each other respect try and keep my sanity amongst calamity social media nothing more than narcissistic vanity pc culture on a mission and they try to cancel me but i know jesus gonna Keep me covered like a canopy Blood give me amnesty No I can't handle me Not where I wanna be But best believe I plan to be Flesh wrestle against the spirit Main event and slambery So I need them every day This daily, weekly, annually Iron sharp as iron So I'm strengthened by my brethren We may not meet down here But guarantee the link in heaven The born again and righteous Are the ones he's gonna let in Let's keep the faith And be amongst the saints When they step in